Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us! Yay! Yes, yes. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was it was pretty nice. It was nice to have a four day weekend. Um, yeah. Even though I did kind of just get back from vacation, <laughs> but it was nice on like Friday being like, oh shit, it's only Friday. Yeah. It's not Sunday. I felt the same way. How about you? How was your Thanksgiving? It was great. Mm-hmm. A very relaxed Thanksgiving. Honestly, I feel like one of the top Thanksgivings oh, in good. my family. Nice. And huge news: uh-huh. my uncle, who voted for Trump, announced at Thanksgiving. That he regrets his decision and oh, he will not vote for Trump again. That is amazing. Yeah. You know, Thanksgiving really brings us together. We grow as families. Things can change. Things can change. I avoided the conversation, but we did come to a group consensus of the people who voted for Trump and who didn't that Andrew Cuomo's op-ed about the um, oh, about Amazon, Amazon was insane. Yes. And <laughs> so we were all able to be like what is Andrew Cuomo doing, huh? Yeah, he's um, he's a mess. For any of you guys who didn't read, Andrew Cuomo wrote an op-ed that was like, I don't get why everyone's being so mean to me about <laughs> Amazon. And it's it deranged. Is, it is really, really, it's like kind of Trumpian. In a yeah, way. and it's like, oh, wow, having a progressive primary challenge did not change anything mm, no. for you at all. Yeah. You learned zero lessons so from an- that. Another four years of Cuomo. In <sighs> Unless he runs for president. And, and wins. And then, <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> I don't think that will happen. Hopefully not. Um, no. So, Elise, what's getting you through this week in Trump's America? Okay. There is a video that is being passed around online that honestly is so insane. I don't even know what to do about it. It's of... So Donald Trump is on stage. Mm-hmm. Ben Carson is also on stage. Who I always forget that Ben Carson is somehow still in the yeah. picture. I like, feel like I feel like the people like in the Trump White House probably feel that way too. Yeah, he like, like he'll oh, like show up at an event and be like, "Oh, Ben." They're like, "Oh shit, Ben Carson works here." Yes. Oh my god. Ben Carson got a job. Yeah. <laughs> like out of all that it's shit. Like, you know, it's too bad no black people work here. Oh, oh wait. Right. We got to grab Ben Carson for the Carson. group photo. Yeah, like literally. That's yes. why he's there for the group photo. Anyway, he's, sorry. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's it's psychotic. So anyway, it's Trump, Ben Carson. And then this male singer whose mm-hmm. name I didn't even look up. I don't want to say it. I don't know who he is. I couldn't find it. I, I truly have never seen him before. He looks like what I think Trump thinks he looks like. I also think he looks like Billy Ray Cyrus, yes. like a Hannah Montana. Yes, he has like long, highlighted mm-hmm. blonde hair. He's wearing a very long red tie in the video, very mm-hmm. Trumpy, and he looks like overly tan. Mm-hmm. But he's like young and slender, so that's why I'm like, this is what Trump like when he looks <laughs> in the mirror. This is like what he sees coming back to him. It's yeah. like long, flowing hair and like yeah. very like a good tan. What if Donald Trump was like shallow held? Yes, like <laughs> he shallow held himself. And he hasn't like learned anything yet. Yeah, yeah. He shallow held himself years ago, but he didn't learn. Anything. It's, just like, it's just like the shallow hell experiment gone wrong. <laughs> um. Okay. So, and it's this video. I don't even know what the event is. I don't know what forces came together to have this happen. But the man sings his own version of "Stand by Me," mm-hmm. that's rewritten to praise Donald Trump, and we're just gonna play the quickest clip of it. Oh, I won't be afraid. No, I I won't be afraid. Just as long 
is you stand by me. Come on. So Donald, Donald, stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Come on, stand. Stand by me. Now if that sky that we look upon should ever tumble and fall. Yeah, it's so much. <laughs> <laughs> Donald, stand uh, by me. I just like also the bopping. Yes. And the clapping. Yes. Y- you know, the, 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 it's very off. It's off rhythm. <laughs> I don't know if it's because the song is so bad or if it's because Donald Trump is like actually immune to music. Uh-huh. But he really looks like he the does song not. The isn't bad. The version of the, the song. The version of the yeah. song is bad. But I would even say like the band, the orchestration, that the was, singing is no, all I very agree. weird. <laughs> Too many trumpets or something. Yeah. Too much brass band happening it's also missing the most iconic like the dun 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 dun, dun. like, yeah. like it does, they don't play that part <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it took me a minute to be like oh is this stand me by me i was like what song is this it's really one of the most recognizable iconic songs and it takes you a minute to be like what the fuck is this guy singing i know i, I mean it's know. twilight zone it's like how three doors down played at the inauguration like the people who they can get to actually perform art of any kind yeah. for this administration uh-huh. are like this guy Three Doors Down. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. That one guy who does all the paintings of Trump that are uh-huh. super weird. Uh-huh. Um, oh, the, the the one who did the fashion designer. Remember that runway? The pageant? <laughs> yes, there was, the a Trump run- pageant? there was a Trump fashion show. It's like always just the worst. And mm-hmm. this video, it, it kept popping up in my feed all over Thanksgiving. And I was like, I'm not going to engage with it. I'm not engaging with the news. I'm not doing it right now. And then finally I was like, okay, I have to watch it. And then I was like, oh, shit. This is actually fucked up. So I encourage you all to go watch the video, the full version of the video, just to get the visuals mm-hmm. of what's happening. Um, but yeah, Brian, what's been getting you through the week in Trump's America? Well, it's it's another situation where it's like, oh, I'm glad this is being affirmed, but also this is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on Friday, which it was Black Friday. Yes. Um, I took advantage of some deals. Did you? Good. I did. Um, the White House released a new climate change report, and wouldn't you know it, things don't look good. Yeah, I saw this online, mm-hmm. and... The picture was very foreboding. Yeah. The <laughs> one they used for the article, wow. Yeah, it's like a decrepit earth. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, okay, this seems accurate. And also, people are saying that they re- would release something like a climate change report. People release articles or information on holidays especially black friday because people are less likely to pay attention to the news at least yes. as an example of that yeah um yeah we didn't even put out a newsletter on black friday yeah exactly and so um yeah so maybe they were trying to bury what this report says what does it say um wow well brian it says a lot of things it does say a lot of um things. So first of all, the one thing you might, the one thing I was wondering was, I was like, well, why did the White House even put this out? It's because the report was commissioned under Obama. Mm-hmm. So well, I did like, I did, I also did see something where George H.W. Bush talked about how the White House was going to address green gas when he became, and apparently that George H.W. also signed something that we need mm-hmm. to constantly be looking into this. Yeah. Um. So it's also his fault. <laughs> yeah, it's wild how not having the Earth 
die mm-hmm. is actually something that both parties should be really interested in. You would think so. You would think so. Okay, so one thing the climate report said is that the economy could lose hundreds of billions of dollars or in the worst case scenario, more than 10% of its GDP by the end of the century. Mm-hmm. Um, it also says there is no convincing alternative explanation for climate change other than human activities, especially emissions of greenhouse gases. Yeah. And so, so that's not good. And we are actually living with the warmest temperatures in modern history. Even if like the best case scenario were to happen and greenhouse gas emissions were to drop to nothing tomorrow, basically we're still on track to warm 1.1 degrees. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, it's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, The quality and quantity of crops will decline across the country due to higher temperatures, droughts, and flooding. In parts of the Midwest, farms will be able to produce less than 75% of the corn they produce today. And the southern part of the region could lose more than 25% of its soybean yields. And in Mm -hmm. the south, the southwest will probably lose over a half a billion in labor hours by 2100. 2100 i'm like how do we say that yeah, how do we say that 20, i think it's, it's the, i think you meant to say the southeast the south the southeast yeah. sorry the southeast will lose half a billion in labor hours in year 2100 due to extreme heat so it's also just yeah because if it's so fucking hot you can't go outside that's that's basically what they're saying is going to happen yeah and also like cities like chicago and are, are like going to start getting very hot as well in the summer and they could they could have up to two months worth of scorching hot days like phoenix or las vegas yeah that's crazy that's one of the things the report says is that the number of days over 100 are going to multiply mm-hmm. and that was something that really struck me is that chicago the climate in chicago could become like las vegas yeah that is nuts that is crazy. i was in las vegas this um this summer and Antonio, uh, my boyfriend and I were were like, oh, we can walk to that. We wanted to get like legal weed because it's legal there. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get it. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, we can walk there. It's like 0.8 miles. Mind you, this is August in Las Vegas. And we were just walking through the desert and it was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. it's and I mean, obviously, this also affects elderly people, disabled people, yes. poor people who don't have access to the same like air conditioning and mm-hmm. stuff that we have. Like it affects them all more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it won't just affect the people who want to get weed. Yeah. It's not just going to affect people who are wandering the streets <laughs> looking must, for marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to affect others as well. Yeah. Um, and the thing that uh, there are a couple things about this that get me. One is that, you know, the Trump administration deregulates all this stuff because they're like, oh, all these Mm -hmm. climate regulations are bad for business. But it's like actually climate change is really fucking bad for business. Well, Yeah. So they're saying that like Republicans and White House people are saying it's going to cost too much money to implement this much change this quickly. However, um, we spend money on like wars and sending troops to the borders when there's not a war there. But so we can find the money. But also... If we don't address this extreme heat by year 2090, that means $155 billion in losses in annual labor and annually in labor related. So that's every year, $155 billion a year. Um, And then in coastal property damage because of rising sea levels, that will cost about $118 billion a year. By yeah. 2090. So it's like they say we can't afford to tackle climate change, but we actually can't afford not to. Yeah, exactly. And you would think that with these people, like the the money argument would like get mm-hmm. them. But it's not at this point. They're so entrenched in their bullshit that it's not about that. Trump literally tweeted two days like or a day before Yum. Thanksgiving. 
uh, like coldest temperatures on record. Whatever happened to global warming? Which is so stupid. So stupid. That's literally like, well, I opened my refrigerator and it was cold. So yeah. what's the deal with global warming? Yeah, exactly. It, there's, I think people just need to understand the difference between weather and climate. I saw on Twitter someone respond to the tweet and they were like, here, Mr. President, I'll help you. This is from NASA's website for children. And it was like a little <laughs> poem that was like, when I look outside, the weather I see is different from the climate. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like it was like a little I can't yeah. remember what it was, but it was literally like written for children and it exactly explained how weather and climate are fucking different mm-hmm. and one refers to like what's happening immediately right in front of you and one refers to trends over time. But yeah. Donald Trump is only concerned with what's happening immediately in yeah. front of him on like at any given moment. That's it, all he can remember. Yeah. That's all he can grasp. I know. And so And barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> like, barely grasp. Um, along, uh, it's all, the report also said that along the U S coast, public infrastructure and $1 trillion in national wealth held in real estate are threatened by rising sea levels, um, flooding and storm surges, which would cause like more blackouts and power failures. Also, we are, we could be potentially looking at mass migrations from the coasts because Mm -hmm. people won't be able to live there. But you say, Oh, it's so hot in the middle of America that you can't go there either. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. Where, where, I mean, where, where can we be safe? I, I, I literally, the thing is Northern, Northern Canada. Yeah. Like maybe go to like real cold. Yeah. Cold. Like middle area. Northern Canada. I don't know. Maybe. The polar bears aren't doing very well either. No, exactly. It's like, but then all this shit melts and I don't know. So guys, we actually, uh, we want to talk a lot more about this issue. So we're going to be talking to Flannery Winchester, uh, who's the communications coordinator at Citizens Climate Lobby later this week. And we will have a bonus episode out Mm. on the weekend where we can talk through. What a name. Flannery Flannery Winchester. Winchester. Wow. I know. I love that. I know. It feels very. um, I feel like Jane Austen's character. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was even about to say, babysitters club to me oh there we like, go i feel like yeah. there could be a flannery winchester and babysitter babysitters club but there's definitely one at the citizens climate lobby and we're gonna be talking to her we're gonna talk about this report we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about citizens climate lobby and their work and what yep. all of us can do so keep an eye out for that Coming in out your this feet. weekend this week i do also want to say i think that uh i think running on a climate change platform is a really great idea yeah <laughs> for 2020 yeah. you know well, ocasio-cortez has this green new deal that she's mm-hmm. pushing with the progressives in the house now yeah. so i love that it seems progressive to i know be like, to, to want the earth to, not to die exactly it's like wow you're so forward thinking i know you're so you're such a liberal <laughs> it's so like it's so crazy to be like oh yeah i just don't want like all of the coasts to flood and yeah. for Chicago to be a hundred degrees mm-hmm. and turn into Las Vegas and for like old people to die because it's too hot for them to even and be. We are the old people that would die. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's us. us. We will be the old people at this time. Yeah, we're going to be like, Oh, it's so damn hot. <laughs> I used to be able to walk all over this town looking yeah. for weed. <laughs> and now I can't even get well, out of my porch. Th- they do say old people are cold all the time. So, you know, maybe it'll be good for us. Yeah. Yeah, know. maybe. I mean, I am often very cold. Uh, yeah. Okay, um, guys. <laughs> we are going to take a quick break before we get into our main, main news. Yes. Um, so, hang on. Elise, you know what I love? What? Tomboy X. <gasps> and that is not the name of a new artist that I'm obsessed with. <laughs> it is the name of underwear that sometimes, you know, sometimes I wear underwear. 
Um, I just got underwear and socks. And what's really cool about them is that not only they're like really comfortable and like well fitted, they have really cute shit on it. Yeah, I honestly, I'll say for myself, I just got some Tomboy X uh, like sports bras uh-huh. and I got a three pack. They're super cute. There's yeah. there's a yellow one. Yeah. There's a striped one. Yeah. There's a blue one. Wow. And I love them. I love my the socks that I just got because they have like a little octopus on it. And I usually like roll. So if I'm like wearing cute socks, I'll roll my jeans up a little bit mm-hmm. so you can like show them off a little bit. And people have actually asked me about it. Um, I also got the underwear and it's really cute too because it has little cats on it. Oh, and I you know, love that. It fits my butt in the way I want it to be fit. That, it looks plump. That is a huge thing. And it's like, it has like, it's underwear with more like, with like, it makes you feel confident. That's what I was. Yeah, say. you're you're less likely to get like bad lines. Yeah, my tomboy X underwear always like looks smooth. Yeah. And they have more than underwear and bras. They have bikinis, boxer briefs, trunks, and boy shorts. And then they have basically every color, fun seasonal prints, and all options come in extra smalls to 4X. So regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that any body feels comfortable in that's anybody not one word that's two words anybody mm-hmm. so if you want to feel like elise and i do which is to, amazing which is amazing go to tomboyx.com shop and check out their special bundles and pack pricing and betcha sup listeners get an extra 15 percent off with code sup again code sup for an extra 15 percent off Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of tomboy x underwear go to tomboyx.com sup And we're back. We're back. Uh, to talk about how we are continuing to traumatize migrant children yeah. on our border. Um, so yesterday on Sunday, U.S. Border Patrol agents fired tear gas at a crowd of migrants from uh, a caravan who had stormed a Tijuana border fence between the U.S. and Mexico. The crowd included women and young children. So it seemed like that this began as a sort of protest of yeah. people in, of migrants like protesting the the American policy of not allowing like asylum seekers to come in and also um Trump is trying to like pitch this idea to Mexico that anyone seeking asylum has to stay in Mexico but like that's a lot it's 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 complicated. Yeah. So they were in the middle of this protest and apparently a big group of people began to storm yeah, the border, the border fence. And, and like, according yeah. to U.S. Border Patrol, some people threw rocks. Mm-hmm. And as a result, U.S. Border Patrol fired tear gas into the crowds. Now, all of these photos have been circulating on social media. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen them of mm-hmm. women running with young children who are screaming and barefoot in diapers. Just as horrible of images yeah. as you can And I think like reporters on the ground have been asking about these said rocks Mm -hmm. being thrown. They're not fully aware. I don't know if these are corroborated. Yeah. By anyone other than the border patrol. Storming the fence definitely happened. The rocks is kind of up in the air as to whether or not um, that happened. So the Trump administration is basically like, yeah, sorry. Don't come here illegally if you don't Mm -hmm. want us to gas your kids <laughs> yeah, but it's the other the issue is like they're not allowing a lot of these people to seek asylum which is a legal way to get into the country yeah like that is but like one of the things that is just this key issue that i feel like is just where everyone's missing each other is like 
seeking asylum mm-hmm. is legal. Yeah. So all these people who are like, well, if you don't want to get like, if you don't want to get tear gas, like, don't try to come into this country illegally. It's like, no, they're trying to come in legally yeah. Yeah. based on the laws as they stand. Laws that were just upheld by a judge who was mm-hmm. like, you can't stop people from seeking asylum. Mm-hmm. That's not legal. Yeah. So actually they are doing it legally. And just like the thought of these, like it's people with little children (laughs) and it's like, okay, these people are just like, honestly, like we keep saying, I feel like we said this before, but if you are willing to make the trek to the border with your young kids facing, you know, a lot of crime and violence on the way while escaping violence, you're leaving for a reason. Yes. And that's the thing that I keep seeing from people is they're like, well, don't bring your kids into a dangerous situation. And it's like, they were fleeing an even more dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. It's not like life was chill in Guatemala. And they were like, you know what? I'm just going to walk to the U S border. You know what? I just like, I want to see what Benihana's is all about. Exactly. I'm just going to walk to the U.S. border. I'm going to try to cross it illegally with one of the most hostile administrations to immigrants in many, many years. Mm -hmm. Just because it's like, why why not? Yeah. (laughs) Just because I have like, I have a lot of vacation days. The universe is telling me. Yeah, exactly. To make a change. I read Eat, Pray, Love. And now <laughs> I'm going to walk to the U.S. border. Like, that's not what the fuck this no, is. No, this is at all. at all. No. Not at all. So, um, uh, Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten with the J Nielsen uh, made a statement saying her department will not tolerate this type of lawlessness and will not hesitate to shut down ports of entry for security and public safety reasons. Um, Kirsten Nielsen really leaning into the fact that her legacy is going to be traumatizing migrant children. Yeah, it's good for her. I, I'm like, not really, obviously, but also it's like when these kids are older and are able to verbalize the things that they went through. I hope that she has to sit and listen to every single fucking yeah. one of them. Yeah, I you want know? I want her to be able to be like I want her to be aware of like the fact that she is like a Goebbels of this administration. Like yeah. she is associated with like the worst policies that have ever been enacted by this government and i want her like to know that that's what her name is going to have associated with it forever so this wonderful person she also added that we will also seek to prosecute to the full extent of the law anyone who destroys federal property endangers our frontline operators or violates our nation's sovereignty Yes. And so after all of this went down, uh, the U.S. suspended all border crossings at the San Ysidro border stop, like border entry place, which around like 1130 a.m. on Sunday. This is a huge deal because that's actually a place where like a lot of people work mm-hmm. on one side of the border and cross daily. It's a holiday weekend. A yeah. lot of people are crossing back and forth. Like it's not just migrants. It's like that 100, are crossing. I think it's about like, I think they said like a hundred thousand people a day. Yeah. Cross through this port of entry. There is like economic things that go on here, like all sorts of stuff. And today Trump threatened on Twitter to close the U S border, which it's kind of like dicey as to whether or not That's he possible. can. Mm-hmm. It's not like, an enumerated power of the president, but obviously Trump is going to like test whatever. So I guess we'll find out if he can do that. Yeah. And so this all happens on the heels of something else that happened at like concerning the border. If you all remember, um, the Trump slash Republican, uh, political slogan, I guess was the migrant caravan, um, leading up to the 28 midterm, 2018 midterms. And 
and re- and like to basically further his point, he ordered a um, bunch of troops being sent to the border, um, which was also interesting. I recently discovered that 80% of said troops at the border, none of them have weapons. They don't have weapons, 80%. Oh. Um, which is interesting because what are they doing there then? Apparently, like, uh, on the, Thanksgiving. Yeah, the New York Times just came out with this Why? thing, something like last week, basically saying that the caravan that they were addressing won't arrive by the time that this deployment that they set up, like, leaves. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, this just comes after um, our president has authorized the use of lethal force on the border. So according to Politico, um, John Kelly and Kirsten Nielsen actually initially argued against signing this declaration that would authorize the use of legal force. Um, It granted the military broad authority at the border. And basically they were trying to tell the president that the move was beyond his constitutional powers. However, they were vocally opposed by, um, you know, living terrible person, Mm -hmm. uh, Stephen Miller. Uh, mm-hmm. Shocker, I know, and, wow, a, and a few Stephen other people. Miller. Yeah, and also, according to Politico, also present was Vice President Mike Pence, who did not take a stand on the issue. Amazing, which well, is how fun. Christian of him. Yeah, he He's like, I guess, you know, would Jesus want me to shoot the children, or would Jesus want me to be nice to the children? Yeah, it's so hard to decide uh-huh. what Jesus would have wanted in that. He's, like, he's like, you know what? I don't argue after. Um, God wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. God come. God. God's awake when the sun's awake. When the and, sun is up. And I can't, and I argue. can't argue during that time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Jesus is a refugee. Or maybe, you know, there were oh, there were some women in the room. Maybe Mike Pence just didn't feel comfortable. Oh, you know. Yeah. Maybe Kirsten Nielsen was there. Kirsten was there. Maybe he didn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. um, having a conversation with her just because. It would be too sexual yeah. for him. Um. So it's like, okay, lethal force. What does that mean? No one, I, I don't think that any of these troops who are individuals would ever want to resort to that. Yeah. You know, but you know, when you have the okay, people tend to get, there's the term trigger happy. People, mm-hmm. you know, like snap terrible decisions, you know, shit happens. Like maybe someone does storm the fence and throws a rock at you and mm-hmm. you like, shoot them that's fucking crazy and they would you know like i don't know so there's that things are things are not getting better before they're getting worse it seems to be on the border yeah um and just so you can like picture uh so around five thousand, a little more than five thousand migrants have been camped in and around uh, a complex in tijuana after arriving via the caravan so that's about how many people so it's kind of like there's one troop for every person yeah. is there. Um, and yeah, a good number of them are women and children. I couldn't find like, I don't think we know um, mm-hmm. how many they are. But if you saw these pictures, if you're hearing about this and you feel bad about it. Um, there's this, yeah, there's yeah. this organization called Families Belong Together, which is doing a lot. Um, uh, so you can visit that at www.coloringwithoutborders.org. Great. And then um, also you can call your representatives Representatives, about this. We've got new representatives coming in who you might Mm -hmm. be able to call and say you want a bigger stance on. There's like like 
there are uh, different scripts that are floating around online that you can find of what to say. Uh, mm-hmm. You can always call and leave a message. You can always use resist bot to yeah. send a fax or a text uh, and just saying that, you know, you don't want us to wage war against a group of like tired, mm-hmm. poor, hungry migrants that are not armed on yeah. our border. And especially if you live in a, in a, in a state that borders Mexico. Yeah. It'd be even more helpful. Yeah. For you to, call your representatives because they probably have a little bit more leeway in this situation Mm -hmm. so um yeah sorry to start it off with depressing news but um you know we couldn't go away for a week have a whole week without pods and Uh not have some bullshit happen Mm -hmm. yeah exactly Um, so shall we do our one more thing? Yes. Okay. So if the last story didn't depress you enough, <laughs> one more thing is that there, a UN report came out today that says the home is the most dangerous place for women. And if you're thinking women walk around a lot, their home and they trip and fall. Yeah. That is not what this is referencing. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, well that's where I keep my weed and my cheese yeah. and those aren't good for me. No, yeah, that's always, not what this is talking about. I always about. leave my dishwasher door open and, mm-hmm. w- and I forget that I leave it open and then I turn and I trip on it. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's what this is not about. That's not yeah. what this is about. I've had some pretty vicious hangovers in my home yeah. where I was like, I'm going to die. Yeah. Uh, but that's not what this is about. This is about the fact that 87,000 women were killed in 2017 at the hands of someone they know. So it's intimate partner violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 137 women are killed by someone they know every day. And yet it is a very scary time for men in this country. Yeah. <laughs> very I think, scary I think we time. just start banning men. Yeah. Know? I mean, th- I, I don't think we should ban them. I think they should just have to go before a board every year and like say a couple of things they've done to advance mm-hmm. the cause of women. Mm-hmm. Like, Brian, you would be fine. Thank you. Um, I and think any, if, no, there's a lot of misogynistic gay men. I shouldn't, yeah. say, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. It's, it, it's it, misogyny knows all yes. sexualities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, maybe gay men can get like sort of like a fast pass. Yeah. Like they okay. don't have to wait a as TSA long. pre-check. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. They get to sign up for like a pre-check situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then women can also have to go up for a review if they are proven to have been used as tools of the patriarchy. Yeah. And that's what I'm proposing I for my 2020 bid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would, that would work. Um, yeah. So, what do we do to combat this UN report? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm sure there are. Education. Yeah, education. Uh, I mean, I do think that the Me Too movement has helped bring some of this stuff mm. out of the house and into the light, you mm-hmm. know? Like, people, me, women feel more comfortable talking about violence that's been done that's to sh- them in the home. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, so maybe that's the beginning to ending some of this mm-hmm. stuff. It's really difficult. We've just elected more women to Congress than ever, right? Yeah, we so did. We did. And more diverse women, more which diverse. obviously these problems affect diverse women even more. I know the like rates for Latina women who like are victims of intimate partner violence are like way, mm-hmm. way skyrocketed. So yeah, I mean, also just telling people that things are happening, sharing yeah. reports as they mm-hmm. come out. Knowledge yeah. is power, Knowledge as is we power. know, because they wouldn't have tried to hide the climate change thing on Black Friday. Yep, They exactly. would have tried to distract us with all the deals mm-hmm. if these reports didn't matter. So yep. share them. Yep, that's a, that's that's a good that's a good that's a good message. Okay, guys. <laughs> uh, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith, and this is the Betches Sup podcast. Bye.
Betches.